Hello, this is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our short-form podcast where we'll be interviewing Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light, all in creating epic client service and work-life balance. Enjoy the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to the Windermere Coaching Minute. And this is our short-form podcast where we talk with agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light. And today, I am uh, really excited because I have on our podcast today, Jared Foster. And Jared is from the Fort Collins Windermere office in, uh, in Colorado. Jared, how are you today? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for being here. And uh, Jared, you know, I was, I was a couple things that everybody should know about you. A couple things is that one is you are a real estate agent in your family, but your wife is also a real estate agent in your family. And it's Alexis, right? Is your, is your wife? Yep. Me and uh, Alexis are exactly right. We're both in real estate together. <laughs> and she's been in it, you said six years and you've been in it for three years. Yeah. Did she pull you into it? Uh. Yeah, I mean, I saw that she she did really well at it, and uh, we've been buying and selling properties uh, before I was even a real estate agent for years. So yeah, it was something we were familiar with, and uh, something that kind of had her eye on. And so yeah, that's um, kind of was a natural transition. Once she did it, it kind of made sense for me as well to make the move. And I also know you have two kids. You have a, a daughter who is uh, sixteen and a son who is thirteen. So. You also uh, have that parenthood thing going on as well and, and work in real estate business. Yep, exactly. Yep. And I, I, I know that I know the feeling. I have two kids myself. So um, and so you got started with us in uh, June of 2018. And uh, and it, well, you didn't actually you started in the business and then you came over to Windermere uh, around what you said, April 2020. Yep. Yeah, okay. in April 22, or excuse me, April 2020, we moved over to Windermere. Okay. And you have, uh, you have the uh, infamous Eric Thompson as your broker. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, and I say that because, you know, one of the things that I think uh, we're going to uncover today on this talk is that, you know, uh, the resources that brokers can bring to the table for the real estate agents and being aware of just the resources that are out there, which is going to be kind of the gist of our conversation today is really important uh, as far as I'm concerned. And I know that uh, you guys have, uh, what do they call it, the, the hour of power? Is that is that something that, that Eric does in his office? Yeah, we have the hour of power every Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. And I know on, on this particular hour of power, uh, Eric was going through and he was articulating in your hour of power, uh, the five points of value. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. We're yep. going through our kind of a value proposition of what value we can bring to, to, to people. 
Well, and I think it's important for the listeners to, to know is that, you know, when, so when we do Ninja installations, uh, one of the books we give out uh, in the Ninja installation is a book by Bob Berg called The Go-Giver. And in there, he says, you know, your true worth is determined by how much more value you give than the money you receive or the payment you receive. And we always talk about a value, value positioning strategy and what we call a value wedge. And so in Ninja, we actually uh, role play this five points of value. So this was something that Eric had brought to the table for his agents. And you guys were just kind of going through it and rehearsing it uh, and looking at it and talking about it when Eric showed you the, the sheet, the five points of value sheet, correct? Yeah, yep, exactly. And I'll just, for the listeners, let me just tell you what it is. So when we think about five points of value, there's actually five points when it comes to working with a seller. And the five points are, uh, point number one is enhance the home's value. Um, point number two is having a pricing strategy. Point number three is providing maximum exposure so you net the most for your, for your seller. Uh, point number four is to negotiate the best contract. And point number five is being a transaction manager. And so the reason why I'm talking to Jared today is because Jared, about two days, it was two days later, correct, Jared? Yes. Mm -hmm. Kind of set the stage for me about this person that you were going to about ready to interact with. Kind of tell me a little bit about the personality and this person that you were going to have this conversation with when it comes to getting a listing. Sure. So, so I did, I got a referral from a previous buyer that I had. And um, so this this woman um, that was referred to me, just a little background of her, she actually is uh, in upper management for the corporate office of a major fast food company. So she has several employees, um, many of them in sales. And so uh, she, she's an intelligent person, to, to say the least, and she wasn't going to be swayed by um, kind of the salesman fluff, I guess you'd call it, or just... Right the slick salesmanship it, you know, so she, she was, she was wanting to know um, what the, what my value was. And so it, it was perfect timing. Like you said, from, we just had the hour of power where we, uh, you know, we were trying to kind of answer the question to what many people um, are, you know, many people have that attitude that anyone can sell their home in this market. It doesn't, you know, take a real estate agent and kind of the, what are you going to do for me? Why would I use you? Um, is is kind of what we were bracing ourselves for those types of conversations, and that it was ironic that just you know a couple of days later that I got this phone call, um, you know, not expecting it, and uh, and she proceeded to grill me on that, <laughs> <laughs> kind of give me your elevator pitch. Why why should I use you? And uh, so yeah, that that was. Uh, um, it, it could have been terrifying had I not um, just gone over all that information with uh, with Eric in our, our power meeting. Well, and a couple of things, too, that I want to point out, you know, so many times, you know, I'm a, I'm a true believer, number one in practice. I think that if you're going to get good at anything, uh, you need to practice. And you and I just before this, were talking about how you're drumming and I'm a drummer. And uh, I know if I want to get better at drumming, I got to sit down and practice. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you had that hour of power and Eric is, is preparing all of you and saying, hey, here's a great tool. Here's a great resource. You should probably practice it. Um, and also the other piece, too, I, I think, is that I think sometimes we overcomplicate this business. And I think that we can get inside our own, our own heads when we get hit with that really tough question. We can either go to a panic state and not know what to say and, and feel like we're going to, you know, uh, mess it up. Or we could just say, you know what, it's not going to be perfect, but I've got this sheet sitting here. 
heck, why don't I just give it a shot? I'm not going to read it verbatim, but I'm going to go through and kind of articulate each point. So, so when she had, she started grilling you on that, uh, you said you had the, you realized you had the sheets, the sheet sitting there with you, right? Yeah, I was, I was going to say it wasn't really fair because I happened to just have that on my desk. And uh, <laughs> so it was just right out there. And of course, if I were to just take that and just read it ver, you know, verbatim, it probably wouldn't have been very effective. It would have sounded like a telemarketer, but I used it as an outline. And like you said, with that additional practice and, and discussion with, uh, with our, within our, our group there, you know, I was able to articulate something that maybe many of us know. We, we know we work hard um, as real estate agents and as listing agents. We know that we put in all the hours, but can we articulate it? And, and that's really the difficult part. So it was nice to have an outline to be able to just take these five points and to be able to articulate them in a way that um, made it so she could understand and see the value that I would bring to her as a listing agent. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think, and the, and the way that that sheet is written, one of the things is the, is the critical piece, right? Is where you say, you know, do you, do you believe there's a set price for real estate or you believe there's a range based on the marketing and negotiation skills of your real estate agent? And that's such a powerful question to ask a seller because what it does is it makes them realize that, you know, there is no set prices in real estate. It really is a range, but it's based on, you know, how you're negotiating on their behalf, how you're marketing on their behalf and allow them to net the most. But then I love it. Then it goes into, let me, let me give you my five points of value. So you, so tell me, so, so you kind of went through it. How did you kind of explain it to her? Well, what I did is, um, like I said, I had it there in front of me, so kind of not fair, but uh, I took advantage of it for sure. And I said, um, and she said that she said, well, Jared, what can you do for me? Why, why should I hire you? And why should I give you this commission when I could sell it myself? And I said, well, here's five reasons. And I said, I can enhance your home value. I said, we can walk through your home. I can let you know what you might need to add, what you might need to subtract. That's just going to put you in the best position to sell the home, um, to make it the most attractive to buyers and make sure that you're not alienating any potential buyers. And then I said, the pricing strategy. I said, this is a strategy. It's not uh, just pull a price out from your hat and list it. It's not a Zestimate. You know, there's a lot of time and work that goes into comparing properties and finding out what the, the range of value is for your home. Because you could, uh, if you overprice the home, you could risk um, stagnating on the market and possibly even stigmatizing the property. Or you could list it too low and leave a bunch of money on the table, which I'm sure that that's not something that you want to do. Um, I mentioned the third point there about maximum exposure. I told her she'd be on the MLS where other agents are looking for their buyers, bringing in their buyers. And uh, I mentioned things like AdWorks, where we're going to be out there sending this to websites to where she's, you know, people are looking at homes and they happen to be on ESPN.com and pop, you know, suddenly her home pops up on that. So right. just really utilizing all of the uh, avenues, especially with the internet, making sure that it's uh, going out to all the outlets like Zillow and realtor.com, as well as uh, the Windermere websites. And so 
just really making sure she understood that, you know, she's going to get maximum exposure, not just a sign in the ground. And uh, obviously, um, making sure it's on the MLS where that obviously we know the value of that. Um, I talked to her about the fourth point there about negotiating the best contract and just really about, you know, creating a, a buzz among the buyer's agents to be able to drive up that price for the sellers. And I mean, really we have, we've kind of learned, and this was even in that discussion that we had on the hour of power is you, you have to sell your, the, or we have to sell the home multiple times throughout the process. We might have to sell it obviously when it goes on the market, then we have to sell it to the appraiser. And in a sense, we have to sell it again when we're negotiating through things like uh, the inspection items. Exactly. So I kind of get, I let her know the value that we bring. Um, and then it's not just a matter of throwing a sign in the ground and it sells and it's, it's, you know, there's a process that we have to go through and a lot of negotiating also mentioned to her about vetting buyers, making sure that they're qualified, uh, calling the, the lenders and, and confirming those qualifications, and even making sure that cash buyers uh, have proof of funds, that they, uh, they're all qualified to, to be able to look and purchase the, the home. And uh, lastly, the fifth point I mentioned to her, really it's about making sure that we're compliant through the transaction. There's so many moving parts that need to be handled a certain way. And we really want to limit any sort of liability that anyone in the party or in the transaction has. And so we just want to make sure we're compliant, we're doing things the right way that we've been trained to do and really keeping everything together so it can close successfully. So I went through those five points somewhat like what I just did there and just kind of one after the other. Um, and, uh, what she said, actually, it, she paused for a moment and it <laughs> kind of surprised me. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Cause I, I was kind of got caught up in it and I was just rapid firing right back at her. Right. And, uh, she, she goes, Jared, I've had several employees in sales. And if I were to ask them to articulate their value proposition, I don't think any of them would have been able to do it. Like you just did there. <laughs> How do we get started? And so after that happened, I, I mean, that was just kind of my nerves kind of calm. It was like, oh, right. well, I mean, that went it great. So, yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, and this me uh, working with my wife, you know, I ran up. I, <laughs> once we hung up the phone, I ran to tell her. I just thought it was really a really cool uh, story of just, man, just seeing how it, it really works when you kind of follow these five points of value. So. I was very impressed. That, well, that and, and I think and I think the the thing for me that I want the listeners to hear is that two two parts. One, if, if you're in the business right now, you know, um, these are critical parts to the value that we add. Right. It's not putting a sign in the yard and the home's just going to sell. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of moving parts, as you talked about. And there's there's five points of value that really, really good trusted advisors. This is the stuff that they do. And this is where you make your money. This is where you uh, you show your value. Right. That's critical. And if and if you're a a public listening to this podcast today, you know, you deserve a high quality real estate agent to be representing you when you're selling your home, because even in the market we're in today, and, and I know people say, well, you know, you can just put a home up and you can sell it. Anybody, you can sell a house, but the question is where in the range are you going to sell that house based on the negotiation and marketing skills of your real estate agent? And can they articulate their value such as you did today? 
And now again, I, I mean, we're saying this is a piece of paper that you read off of, but these are also things that you do, right? Because I also know coming from the office in Fort Collins with, with Eric Thompson, uh, this is not lip service. I mean, we're not saying, hey, just read the sheet and then do whatever you want to do. It's, hey, we're going to read the sheet, but these are also things that we are going to give you the tools and the resources to make sure that you're achieving those five points of value. And as the public, you deserve a real estate agent that they're going to provide that level of service to you. Um, and so uh, I think that that's really the key point here. And then the other part about it is, you know, so many times we will teach this and we'll, we'll, we'll give this sheet to uh, uh, our, our students and some of them just go, well, you know what, it's, it's great. And then they forget about it. I love the fact that you had it with you. And now, so I guess my question to you now is, is this something that's now going to become kind of part of your permanent strategy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, I mean, having these in mind and even, I mean, even posted somewhere in my office is, I mean, because this could happen again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're ready for it again in the future. And, and having, you know, have, it's so simple too, because I mean, I went through a lot of points there, but in a lot of them are me kind of um, adding to those five points of, of how I personally like to work. But uh, those five basic points uh, are pretty simple to have and to be able to um, to be able to to articulate that to somebody and just have them somewhere. So I, I think that's important to do to keep them available somewhere where you can see them or at least have them um readily available if you need them. Yeah, and I will say too, for the uh, Windermere listeners, uh, Windermere agents today, is we have taken this actual sheet, the five points of value, and we've actually put it into present. So it is now one of the pages in present so that you can include it uh, in your seller book, if you like, to where it is a reference page. So, you know, even if you're sitting down during a consultation and you're not on the phone as you were, you can say, by the way, did you notice my five points of value page? Do you have any questions on those? I'd like to kind of go through it with you, just as you did with this person on the phone. You can do it in a face-to-face environment too. And it's a game changer. And we hear agents time and time again that say, you know, I went through that. And uh, the res- similar to the response that you got, people say, wow, you really, you really, you know, you're a pro. Um, this is what I'm looking for. Because uh, we teach this in Ninja, but the stats will tell us that, you know, uh, 15% of, of people who are buying, just the buying population, and this is, in, um, this is not just in real estate, just is buying stuff, they always want to get the best deal. And those people are out there, and they're going to always want to get a deal. And you know what, sometimes those might not be uh, a client for me. I'm, I say, you know, I'm, I'm probably not the real estate agent for you, if you're looking to get a deal. And then we know 5% of the of buying population, they want to pay the most, but 80% of the buying population, when they perceive the value, when the value is there, they are they're confident in making that payment and, and paying that 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 commission or or making that investment in the real estate agent because they understand the value and and you were just great at articulating that um and and the response you got was she's one of the 80 percent that just says oh my gosh you're that's what i'm looking for so let's get going so um anything else you want to add or you would you would any other points you want to make for the listeners out there just in terms of you know, because you've been doing this for three years and you're doing this now and, and you used it. Uh, anything else that comes to mind or any other little nuggets of wisdom? I would just say, you know, um, Windermere as a whole is just a great resource um, of tools that you, you know, we have the five points of value. But there are there are many things, um, including the education, whether it's online or in person or these uh, different uh, pamphlets that we have to use um, when we are meeting with clients or to explain like this our value. 
Um, there are so many resources to take advantage of. Um, and that's really what prompted me and my wife to come to Windermere was because uh, we had been watching, you know, the um, the Matthew Gardner um, <laughs> updates each year. And <laughs> the money's so, with Matthew, yeah. It, exactly. And it just, I thought, man, those those guys got it together. And so <laughs> we had been kind of watching from afar for a while. And, you know, so just take advantage of, of all the resources that you have. And there's, I think Windermere as a whole just is just, from what I've found, is just they hire people with character, with values, and it just shows. And they work together as a team and even within the, the agents just pulling together and, and asking each other questions. It's just, it's not a, it's not a cutthroat um, type of a, uh, environment. It's quite the opposite where people can grow and, and be better and help each other. And I've just, that's uh, one of the biggest draws that, uh, that I had to join Windermere. And so it's just, it's, it's been great. I haven't been here for a terribly long time. I'm not even quite two years, but it's, it's been great. And uh, these are the kind of tools I was hoping I would get. And they, uh, um, they haven't failed at all. You know, and I appreciate that. And, and, you know, and I always, you know, the thing we always know as, as uh, owners and operators in the franchise world of Windermere is that, you know, our agents have a choice of where they want to go and what they want to do. And I think the more that we can build a, a culture of collaboration, a culture of helping each other, a culture that's very civic minded to say, how are we providing the highest level of service we can to our clients and helping the communities that we serve? You know, and that's been kind of the foundation, uh, the founding, you know, John Jacoby, that was kind of where he started, same type of concept. And it's just carried on with the family. But, uh, and then having terrific uh, owners and operators in our industry, like an Eric Thompson, uh, who provides that level of service and then finding great quality people like you and your wife, right? And bringing them into the, into the culture. It's just, it, you know, what do they say? A rising tide floats all boats, but um, it really does help. So I thank you for that. And I, I'm thankful that you are a part of Windermere as well, and, and so, as well as your wife, Alexis. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, hey, Jared, I want to thank you so much for being here today. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you and they want to reach out to you, um, what's the best way to get a hold of you? So it's, it's going to probably be my email, and it's just my name. Jared Foster, spelled J-A-R-E-D-F-O-S-T-E-R at windermere.com. Perfect. And for those of you listening, uh, know that he is in the Fort Collins market. How, by the way, how is, uh, how is the market in Fort Collins these days? Well, I'm not going to say crazy because we, <laughs> we don't say crazy, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been a very active market. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's like uh, a lot of different areas in the United States today where we're seeing, um, again, still kind of low numbers of inventory, but uh, a very a spike in uh, the buyers that are out there. And I would assume that it's a pretty strong seller's market still with a lot of activity going on there. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. But fortunately, uh, we're starting to see more and more listings start to come on and the inventory is, you know, is starting to improve. So that's good for buyers. Yeah, and you're coming into your ski season, aren't you? Uh, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, it's interesting. I my my son looked at uh, CSU, and then he looked at Boulder, and I happened to be on tour with him looking at colleges when that big snowstorm hit. So I'm very aware of the amount of uh, precipitation that you guys can get in that area, and it's crazy. It can be really beautiful one day, and then all of a sudden you wake up in the morning, and there's like a foot of snow on the ground. Yep, yep. That's uh, that's kind of what. Uh... 
what we're known for is, you know, in the middle of winter having a 60 degree day and then, or maybe even 70 and then the next day, like you said, snow. But the good thing is it's not going to stay on the ground long and it won't be months of uh, snow that's just on the sides of the road. So that's good. It's piled up. You, yeah, you also know how to, how to get rid of it. Well, Jared, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. And uh, to my listeners out there, I want to thank you for listening to the Windermere Coaching Minute. And if you uh, found this information useful, please feel free to share it uh, with other people. Give us a rating for sure. And uh, if you want to reach out to Jared, I will put all of his contact information in the show notes, along with the five points of value. I'll stick those into the show notes as well. And again, I just want to say thank you. Uh, Be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day. And uh, thank you so much for listening. thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you found this content interesting, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. Also, if you're a real estate agent with an epic idea and you're doing something great to create great client service or work-life balance, or maybe both, please reach out to us at fanning at windermere.com. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.